0: Plant. and here are your hosts long-time partners in slime adam obscene and mark and mark hello world this is wastelands hello Marco hey mark how are you my good friend
1: adam obscene i am great mate it is great to see you
0: Listeners and listeners, we're back, and we are playing with our favorite of things, which is talking about bad movies at the moment, or bad movies, which are great movies. We've been watching telly. Mark, we've been we watching have.
1: a lot of telly. It's been on. We, we Look, you know, down here in Melbourne, like last week, we're still in the stage four lockdown, which means I'm unable to get down to the local VHS store. ...and grab myself whatever I feel like. So I've been kind of a, a slave to commercial television. Good thing for us, Adam, is they've been playing some pretty great movies.
0: And uh, this week, we caught this. Wasteland's Idiot Box. At the end of a century, ravaged by violence, a society of perfect order will arise will be frozen and reprogrammed in cryogenic prisons.
1: The prisoners are ice cubes. Their criminal instincts are being reprogrammed as they sleep.
0: Aggression and deviant behavior will be totally eliminated. But in the year 2032, amidst a world of peace and calm, two mortal enemies from another time will be unleashed on a future that isn't big enough for the both of them. Sylvester Stallone, Wesley Snipes, Demolition Man,
1: Wasteland Idiot Box. Yeah, boy. <laughs> oh, Demolition Man.
0: Uh, so, we've uh, finally got round, we've done the full circuit of oily walnuts and have, uh, and have landed on probably one of the greatest oily walnuts of all time, Sylvester Stallone.
1: Sylvester Stallone. I can't believe we haven't done a Sylvester movie already. No, it's, it's, it's like we've just been dancing around him. <laughs> we have. We have. Floating like butterflies and stinging like bees. We've been dancing around sly. Yes, slyly dancing. Um,
0: <laughs> and look, there's going to be... What's great about um, doing the Oily Walnut action movies is that there's lots of Easter eggs through them, which this one has a few that we'll, um, we can talk about. But um, yeah, so... Do you want to fill the losers in on, like I normally do the little plot synopsis, but um, I don't feel like doing it tonight. So do you want to? Sure, <laughs> sure. It, I'll give it my enlighten us,
1: Marco Mark. I'll, I'll give it my best. It begins in Los Angeles, nineteen ninety six. The big bad cop, played by Sylvester Stallone, who is one of those cops that. Uh, gets his man under, by any means necessary. Gets his shit and, down. Uh, yeah, and by this means, uh, this movie, it means blowing the crap out of, like, huge buildings and just tearing it up. Hence, <laughs> he's nicknamed Demolition Man. He gets uh, sentenced to... I um, think it was 40 what, years being, of cryo-freeze. Cryo-freeze jail. So instead instead of sitting it out in the cell they freeze him in a little ice cube and they're going to crack him out he was due for parole in 2046 so he gets set in ice in 1996 with a parole of 2046 however things don't go quite to plan really I, <laughs> by adam do you remember what year they actually rethaw him out it's not 2046 do you remember what it is i is think
0: it? it's 2032
1: 2032, thank you. By 2032, California has gone through the big one in 2010, the earthquake, which decimated the whole of Los Angeles and the California, Southern California area. And they hit a hard reset and they decided to turn. A uh, Los Angeles County into like a utopian kind of paradise where no one swears, no one eats red meat, no one drinks uh, alcohol or smokes tobacco. It's like this really like good Samaritan world.
0: And it's um and it's an amalgamation of the three biggest populous areas, uh, renamed San Angeles. So San Diego, Santa Monica, and Los Angeles have been merged into one mega metropolis. Which which I kind that's of right. think that's pretty cool. The it's other kind of cool, and the other thing, just to give the listeners a feel of you know what this utopian world looks like, is that they hint on lots of little elements of back backstory and one that I particularly like is the franchise wars of which is basically where all restaurants are now Taco Bell.
1: <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Even an Italian restaurant is a Taco Bell. I love that. So you were um,
0: saying so you were saying he was thawed out and and but why but why was he thawed out, Marco? Why was why was this John Spartan, the demolition man thawed out? Into a utopia. Why would a utopian society need mm-hmm. an old school cop to be thawed because out? Because
1: someone, some ding dong out there, thawed out an old school criminal. And in the uh, in the immortal words of Sylvester, and I've written down a quote because you know I've made notes again. Uh, you've got to send in a maniac to catch one. Mm. And uh, so they thaw out uh, Wesley Snipes. And then they thaw out Sylvester Stallone and go and catch Wesley Snipes. And Wesley Snipes is sporting a really nice bleach blonde hairdo in this. And um yeah, not bad. Not bad.
0: So and that's and that really sums up the, the, the premise of you take from that point on, the film is then basically an old school nineties LA cop chasing an old school nineties gangster thug. Across yeah. a utopian yeah. Southern Californian city, and just yeah. hell absolutely ensures. Um, I thought there's a line in there, Marco, that I really love is that because there hasn't been a murder, death, kill, like, which is they call you know murder, <coughs> they haven't there hasn't been a murder, death, kill in San Angeles for fifteen years. That's know? right. And so when so when this shit goes pear shaped, the coppers just like go. What? What do we do? And yeah, there's, a, yeah, yeah. there's a couple of really great uh, cameos in this, and Rob Schneider's in it as this little oh. teller receptionist dude, and um, Wesley Snipes is in there, and he's just wreaking havoc. He just you know takes out like twelve cops, and you know is just being brutal on them. And he's got this great line. I think a clip later says. Um, We're cops. We're not cut out for this kind of violence. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Because they're basically being reduced to administrators um, managing uh, a Big Brother-esque computer system that basically automatically fines its citizens if they swear or,
1: you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it reminded me that the utopia... That San Angeles was uh, Adam reminded me of two things. It reminded me of the Ted Kennedy song "California Uber Alice, mm-hmm. and especially a line in that that says, "Um, your kids will meditate in school." Yeah. Um, and also it reminded me a little bit of Brave New World, where, um, uh, where the people in the book uh, by Aldous Huxley Brave New World they're controlled through pleasure as opposed to something like 1984 which has a different style of utopia where the citizenry are controlled through pain so, so interesting
0: um, i yeah. want to and and just because with that aldous huxley reference the female lead in this play by Sandra Bullock her name is yes. Lena Huxley
1: Yes. So, do you think? <laughs> do you think there was a – I, I like I to think that that was a, a deliberate It thing. was a
0: definite nod to Brave New World for sure. Yeah,
1: yeah. And, and can I just say, add that Sandra Bullock stole the show in this. Oh, she really did. was fantastic. And
0: you know something that's interesting is that she wasn't originally cast in this role. Um, for the first three days of shooting in this film, Laurie Petty was actually that character, and you might know Laurie Petty as Tank Girl from the movie Tank. Oh. Um, oh, wow, she would have be- been great. But because of creative differences, um, I don't know what that means. She got, she got fired or something. Um, but so Sandra Bullock came in, and this was actually a year before Speed. So Speed was what the one that mm. re- she mm. really broke into the big screen. It's funny because sure. Rob Schneider... Um, says has a really great uh, story about how he made friends with sandra bullock in this film and she was telling him about this film that he she was going to be in next and he had reservations and he says yeah it was like this bus movie <laughs> 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 with that dude from bill and ted
1: who's <laughs> oh, otto and he likes to get blotto
0: <laughs> so um yeah there's definitely yeah i think that you're what i also like in the feel of what you say what san angeles feels like remember last episode we spoke about Escape from la and we sort of said what would the rest of the country be like if la in escape from la is the prison colony and it's been run by uh and the country's now run by uh, an evangelist christian president sure sure a kind of if the uh, kind of imagine the rest of America being like San Angeles in Escape from LA, like uh, it's I think like, you're
1: right. It's yeah. all like
0: pristine and clean and and controlled. It's and it's that, but it's being run by a sinister force that's just trying to maintain and control its population. Meanwhile, sure. there is an underbelly that is actually the prison colony, which is where the real real life happens. Now, what yeah. you get is, and I think I'm going to draw a parallel to this is. In Demolition Man, above the surface is the utopia, and below the surface is the real world, much like how in Escape from LA, LA is mm-hmm. the real world and the rest of America is the utopia. I felt like yeah. that when the Demolition Man, um, John Spartan, went down into the subterranean. Um, areas to find the scabs, the scabs are basically the the renegades and the people who refuse to abide by the utopian rules of the corporation government. Um, it felt like Escape from L.A. Like yeah, it, it really was like, did. you know, rat burgers and, you know,
1: <laughs> stuff, you know. Yeah, it, it really was. It was had, yeah, the street scenes in L.A. really looked like the underground scenes in Demolition Man, for sure.
0: So I think that that, and I'm probably one of the reasons why I've like why I like that um, this one is because there is a really great juxtaposition. To not to get too um, not to get too intellectual on it, but there's the above oh. ground being all beige and clean and Cuba, you know California uberalis, and then. Mm-hmm. Down underneath, you've got the people starving where it's real, but they're kind of happy. But they still yeah. have to go and do food raids. And that's the worst yeah. crime that they're actually – they're, they're um, Edgar Friendly, who is their leader, non-leader. His biggest crime is actually automatically graffiting public property and doing food raids on Taco Bell. And they want to <laughs> kill him for okay, it, yeah. which – Lostners, as, as a spoiler, the reason why uh, Res- Wesley Snipes' character Simon uh, Phoenix is released is to basically get get friendly and um, get him out of the picture because the powers that be don't like the fact that there is revolution afoot underfoot. Yes, There's um, a conspiracy that goes right to the top. To the top. So look, and and look, the re- the rest of it is um, is really fun and and I think what's really good about it is the the nods to its backstory like I, we've mentioned that the franchise wars there's um, Sandra Bullock you know, trying to quote '90s phrases back to John Spartan, Cy Salone is hilarious because oh, she gets oh, them wrong that. all the time. You know, it's like this uh, when she's when she's saying, "Oh, we're going to get the Wesley Wesley Snipes as Phoenix," instead of saying, "We'll blow this guy away," she goes, "Let's blow this guy," <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. and everyone looked at each other like, nah. "Yeah, for sure." And her apartment where, that she's done up to look like a. Uh, a 2000s apartment or, you know, 20th century apartment. It, it looks really kitschy, like a 50s, yeah. almost like a little 50s diner sort of thing.
0: With like, you know, like red hot chili pepper um, plaques on the wall.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like somewhere like Kid Congo would live or something, I don't know. <laughs> it's like great. So, you've got
0: um, Wesley Snipes, like we said. It's actually directed by Marco Brambilla, who I did a bit of a search on this dude. Didn't really see anything much else from him, um, which was interesting. Because I thought, you know, Demolition, I don't know if, it, it wasn't a breakaway hit, but it's got a good cult following. Um, sure. Sure. It's got Benjamin Bratt in it, um, playing Alfredo Garcia, who is um, the sort of the good boy cop that goes with Sandra Bullock's character. What's interesting about that is that those two then reunite several years later in miscongeniality as two God. cops.
1: <laughs> really? That's yeah. great. Uh,
0: I feel a bit dirty for knowing that. Um, and then... Uh, Jack Black is actually, he has a cameo in it as, um, before he was big, as one of the Wasteland scraps downstairs down in the basement. Wow, nice. Dennis Leary plays Edgar Friendly, the uh, revolutionary. Um, Yeah. I said Rob Schneider before plays Erwin, the geeky cop, receptionist cop. Um, But one of the really good ones is uh, what happens, Simon Phoenix, Wesley Snipes' character, sort of, Gets the bosses to rethaw out a whole heap of his cronies. One of those cronies is Jesse Ventura. Jesse Ventura was in Running Man as Captain Freedom, and he was in Predator as Blaine. So, oh. so there's a nice tie around for some more oily Ooh. walnut connections. Um,
1: Adam going deep.
0: So we've actually, um, and so if you're a fan of his show, you know we've uh, we've spoken a lot about Running Man and Predator. So Jesse Ventura has turned up a couple of times. So this is three three. Three Jesse Venture is out of three so far. So
1: oh, Hey, we should email Jesse Venture. Hey, Jesse Venture, if you're watching, yeah, listening. Listening, watching, uh, and uh, I hope he's still around. Um, that'd be
0: awkward. Yes. Awkward. Uh, factoids. Um, internationally, no when uh, this was released, the Taco Bell from the franchise was, was changed to be called Pizza Hut because the um, producers felt that Taco Bell wasn't known worldwide. It was more of an American franchise, and Pizza Hut was more oh. Um, distinguished. Oh, appreciable. Uh, Sylvester Stein wanted um, the Simon Phoenix character be played by Jackie Chan, but Chan de- de- declined because um, apparently Asian audiences really like to typecast their characters and they don't like to see people who've been playing good guys all of a sudden become bad guys. It's like,
1: it's you know. Work oh, that minute. okay. That's fair enough. And they do <clears throat> they do mention Jackie Chan in the movie too. Yeah.
0: Um, and in Kuwait, the Arabic title of this film was Rambo the Destroyer, it's because like Rambo movies were oh, really whoa. popular. So in some ways, this could be considered Rambo Four: Rambo of the Future.
1: Oh, Rambo the Destroyer. So if Love you actually, that.
0: and it's funny because that's actually, Rambo the Destroyer is like a perfect crossover between a Sylvester Stallone and an Arnold
1: Schwarzenegger crossover. Yeah, like, for sure. That classic oily walnut rivalry. So, that's um,
0: awesome. And talking about the oily walnut rivalry, there is a great scene when Sandra Bullock and Sylvester Stallone are driving in the car and they're talking oh, yeah. about the, uh, the Schwarzenegger library because he was the 61st president in the United States yeah. of America. America, and they changed the constitution to allow him to be the president, even though he wasn't natively born. And then yes. Sylvester Stallone's like whole reaction for that is like fucking gold. It is the best in <laughs> joke. It's so funny. <laughs> the best. I love it. It's, it's great. really good. Um, the soundtrack. I'm pretty sure there's a lot. Um, like Sting is all across this soundtrack. Like you know, Sting. yeah. So did get go. cut off? Okay. Um, he plays the, uh, there's a, I think it's a, the the main song called Demolition Man is by Sting, so. Cool. Yeah, it's got sort of cool, I don't know, cool-ish. That's a cool factoid to know now. Yeah, cool factoid. Yeah, yeah, Sting. Um, Sting. Yeah. So, what else have I got there? Like, I don't know, like, it's, it's a good, fun, popcorn, oily, Warner actioner. Is like it has really got it the really best is. elements of the shit we like. Um, yeah. It's pretty. It's pretty like um, brutal. I've got some, just so you can get a feeling for it. Uh, Losners, I've uh, just pulled, ripped some clips out of it. Some of them that we've mentioned before. Some of them that we haven't. But enjoy.
1: Is a criminal, the likes of which you have never seen. In a bad time, he was the worst i'm gonna love running this place this morning simon phoenix escaped from this cryo facility we are quite frankly not equipped to deal with the situation we're police officers we're not trained for this kind of violence how was the fiendish simon phoenix apprehended back in the 20th in the end it took just one man john spartan you mean the demolition man
0: of your parole are full reinstatement into the SAPD and immediate assignment to the
1: apprehension of Simon Phoenix. Just dropped in to say hi. Passes time. Time for something new and improved.
0: Oh. <laughs> so um what i want to point out there is once again the oily walnut's name is John. Like what is it about eighties and nineties actioners where the lead dude needs to be called John? It's John Average, oh. but he's not average.
1: Yeah, yeah, Die Hard. Oh my God, John Rambo. Yeah, this goes. Goes, Rambo. List, the list
0: goes. It, the list literally goes into the fives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to do? You want to do, this, do you want to do this bit now? Yes. Body count. Body count. He's twenty-five. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. So, um, but this is disputable. It's 25 kills on screen. However, the reason why John Spartan is put into prison is for the manslaughter of 30 innocent hostages. Um, That's not seen, but it is a part of the story. So I'm going to mention it and I'm going to then discount it and then say that because this film had a running time of an hour and 50 Five minutes or effectively 115 minutes the kpm or kills per minute is 0.217 huh. so it's 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 there it's we're running you know these films are sort of averaging it around the 20s you know so yeah. it's yeah. like again no it's not a universal soldier but in saying that if simon phoenix was played by Dolph Lundgren, then probably mm-hmm. the the countage would have been way higher
1: The Swedish war machine. The Swedish war
0: machine. The other thing I want to just point out is, although Dolph Lundgren was not the bad guy, uh, Wesley Snipes did an amazing job as the bad guy, played it it like uh, a cheesy ham, Um, was hilarious, but, I found it interesting because he is a black belt in karate and martial arts and is really, really good, but yeah. he looks awkward in this film when he's like kicking and like doing his fly kicks and stuff like that. And I wondered yeah. why. So I dove a little bit deep and looked into the, um, not too deep, I just looked in the IMDB um, trivia section and found that the reason why he looks awkward is because he was so fast in doing his kicks and his moves that the... Director asked him to slow down because they couldn't catch it on camera. It was too blurry and they were missing it. So the reason why he looks at it is because he's slowing his kicks down, which makes him
1: look awkward. Awkward. Oh, that's interesting. Adam, I thought of another thing. Uh, Interesting that the start of the movie, you mentioned the the 30 hostages that were killed at the start of the movie were all um, hostages that Wesley Snipes, Simon Phoenix, had taken... Well, he'd taken hostage and murdered in a bus, and then a year later, Sandra Bullock's making speed. Yes. Ah,
0: nice. (laughs) There you go. I think that is a perfect note to end this podcast on lostners
1: because <laughs> that's about that, all i've got
0: because mate. that I, I don't think i can top that that's that's brilliant uh and listeners and marco obviously you can find us on all the platforms just search for wastelands radio show you can get us on wastelands radio show at gmail.com and on all the socials uh check us out and get onto the website website is Wastelands.com.au for the direct links, liner notes, and episode notes, and other things. Mate, that was fun. Yeah. That was really fun. I don't know what Thank we're you. catching next week. There'll be something, surely, there'll be something else oily we'll, we'll on find TV. Fun. We'll, find, we'll something find
1: something fun and silly to talk about.
0: And listeners, we will report back as soon as we have uh, delved deep into the idiot box. But for now, remember, be kind, rewind. And Marco, is there anything else you would like to add, my good friend?
1: A little bit more than I usually say, Adam. To all our Victorian people, stay safe in your stage four lockdown. Stay sane. Try and uh, keep your head up. All our other friends and family in the rest of Australia that are doing so well, well done, keep it up, and we can make it through this. And also it's good night from me. And it's good
0: night from him. Be trade, punk rock, streets of trash, wastelands. Uh.